welcome everybody to another episode of the Internationally Podcast. Uh, this is season two. So this is a new season. And today I am joined by my very dear friend, Salam. Hi, Salam. Welcome to the show. Hi, Ruth. Thank you for having me. And I didn't know I was the first episode of the next season. So yes, cool. <laughs> yes. So it's season two. I'm very, very excited about it as well. Um, so before I start, I think, let me talk a little bit about the podcast. So the Internationally Podcast is going to be a space where different international students, prospective ones, as well as current international students, could get a glimpse of the life of international students in the U.S. or abroad. As I mentioned earlier, this week my guest is Salam. So let me talk a little bit about my guest. Um, so Salam is from Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. She studied at... Seton Hall University in New Jersey, majoring in physics with a minor in medical humanities. I have no idea what that is. You have to tell me. <laughs> uh, sure. So she graduated early in December of 2020, and she's currently in the UK studying global health science and epidemiology at the University of Oxford. Do you want to add anything else? No, that is a good introduction. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> You're welcome. So can you tell me a little bit about uh, medical humanities? Okay, that? so yeah, a lot of people get confused about that. But medical humanities yeah. is basically studying medical stuff, but in the form of literature. So we don't deal with humans as physically as they are, or like, mm-hmm. it's not about the biological process, but more of like the social aspect of medicine. So we do study like um, literature stuff, which happened to be my favorite thing. And I loved it more than my major. And if I could go back, I would make it wow. my, my minor because it was so cool. But sadly, they didn't have it as a major. So I couldn't have uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow, yeah. wow. wow. I had no idea that existed. And that's actually really amazing. Um, and it's a cool so, yeah, field. I'm very happy. Yeah. yeah. It sounds really cool. Um, so the topic of our conversation today is dealing with uncertainty. So to just get us started uh, with the podcast, I'm just going to ask, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word uncertainty? Well, I I think uncertainty comes in a lot of forms. And I feel like the past two years of COVID has really taught us that a lot of things in life are very uncertain. And mm-hmm. and we as humans, I think when we um, are uncertain about a lot of things, we get anxious. And when we don't have plans for the future, we get very anxious, which is true for everyone, I think. And that's what like COVID made me feel. And I'm sure other people felt the same way because, um, and I, I think we also tend to like be so focused on having things planned and I think it's okay to be, I think it's okay to be okay with not being sure about what you're doing or what you're going to do in the future. And uh, that's the lesson I got from COVID. And I felt like uh, this topic would be great for us to talk about. Um, and yeah, I'm not sure if that answers the question, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it does. It does. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you were right. I think uh, for me, when I hear the word uncertainty, I think what I... Um, envision is just like that fear and anxiety that comes along with like not knowing what's going to happen next and especially like as an international student while in college that's like a very common feeling <laughs> among many international students and I could like 
testify to that because even if like you know um you are in school you don't know what you're going to do next especially like senior year or even if you're not doing like senior year even like during the summer you know you're applying to things and like you don't know if they're going to accept you because um because uh you know if you're like visa status and all sorts of things that bring you um some sort of anxiety and like you're like okay what's going to happen next right so that's the feeling i get um when i hear the word uncertainty right do you yeah. agree with that or i completely agree with that especially as an international student i think a lot of things we know of them like when we become international students we know of the uncertainties that we have but we're courageous enough to take those risks and go into it and you i think especially for us as you know as students who are um who have a lot of things on their plates like we have to do we have to be good at school um make our parents proud and at the same time figure out what's next you know and i think um it comes with a lot of package especially when you're an international student and i think it very much relates to us more than other people right right and you know that just got me thinking like do i i i don't know if if we can answer this question but um do like international students fear more uncertain about their future than like domestic students is that like a fair assumption to to make i i think so yeah i think um yeah i feel like especially like there's I don't know, maybe it's just an Ethiopian community thing or maybe mm-hmm. other countries can relate to. But when you're mm-hmm. out of your country and studying somewhere that is well developed, right? You mm-hmm. might be studying somewhere else that's not really that much of a deal. But if you're studying, mm-hmm. say, in America, for example, your parents mm-hmm. or your family expects you to be like that very successful person that has figured it out in life and just doing amazing, even though you're not. Right. You know that's what they're expecting from you. You have to be that right. person in your family that does it all. And that's yeah. not true all the time. And it really is the truth. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think, I think there's a lot of pressure on international students compared to domestic students. Even after graduation, you're uncertain whether you're going to get that job or not. But you have to get that job because your family expects you to get that job. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's a hunger, hunger is out there because it's competitive to get a job, especially yeah. with just a bachelor's degree. And... And, you know, like, and you don't want to disappoint anyone. Right, right. Yeah. And yeah. that just, like, puts up, like, you know, additional pressure and, like, expectation um, from family members and then the expectations that obviously you have for yourself to succeed and thrive um, even after you graduate from college, right? So, so I think my next question for you is what were, like, you know, looking back at your, like, you know, college journey and, like, your um, experience as an international student, what were some of the moments that made you uncertain in college uh, there were a lot uh, i'm still an international student and it's just in a different country but mm. i think i think the whole journey was full of uncertainty to be honest with you starting from the very beginning choosing my major i would, would i do i choose whatever i like or what i want to study or do i choose something that gets me a job after graduation um do i study what my parents want me to study or do i study what i want to study you know things like mm-hmm. that you start you start with uncertainty and you finish with uncertainty to be honest <laughs> and so yeah. um for me when i decided what i wanted to study um i chose physics not only because i liked it but i i, I knew that i wanted to study medicine um and so mm-hmm. i thought um and you need to do well in your major if you want to be a pre-med and you Mm -hmm. have to like what you're doing in order to do well 
Mm-hmm. And so that's why I studied physics. And along the line, there were times where I asked myself, what are you studying, Salam? Like, you're not going to get a job with a physics degree. Like, who's going to hire you, you know? Right, um, right. And I was always asking myself that. But you keep going because you can't, if you look back and you change your mind, you're going to lose another year. You're going to extend yeah. your degree time. So yeah. I I decided to go with it. And like mm-hmm. I said, all the time I was debating with myself, asking myself what I was doing. And mm-hmm. after graduation, I again kept asking myself, okay, are you really going to get into medical school? Because it's very hard to get in, especially as an right. international student. Anywhere in the world, right. really, it's, it's so hard to get in. Um, right. And then this opportunity came came in and I took it. And now I find myself in the UK. Uh, right. And it's very uncertain, you know, and things just happen to you and just go with the flow but you don't lose sight of um your dream and Mm -hmm. um i think i think it's okay to just be honest and because i don't think people are i don't think anyone is sure about what they want to do in life even if they're sure about what they want to do they end up changing their minds at some point and so yeah you know you don't lose (laughs) exactly exactly and thank you for sharing that because i think that's an experience that you know a lot of people go through as well and um, especially like with choosing your major, whether or not it's marketable, whether or not you're going to get a job afterwards. Um, that's like a very real concern for a lot of international students. And um, like even for me personally, when I was in college, it's like, you know, not knowing what's going to happen next is really frustrating. But it's like at the same time, you don't you don't you never know what's going to happen next. And you can never be in control of your life. Right. Like, okay plan things like things you want to do you can plan but you know how many of those those things that you planned are actually going to come true like for instance like COVID is such like a such a great example thank god I wasn't in college when COVID happened Mm -hmm. because like now reflecting back I I honestly don't know how I would have survived with college I mean with COVID in college because I don't I have such respect to those of you who like did college during because I think that's one of the hardest things to do. Uh, so kudos to you, like, honestly, <laughs> for, like, surviving that. Um, well, yeah. No, but, that's like, story. right? Yeah. So yeah. when that yeah, no. started, right, I'm pretty sure you had, like, your plan, your goals. Probably you wanted to travel. I don't know, study abroad or things that you wanted to do. Right. COVID hit, and then you had to, like, readjust your plan, right? How was yeah. that for you? No, I was just going to mention also COVID uh, earlier, but you good thing you brought it up. Um, yeah, it takes a lot from you, but also teaches you a lot of things, especially uh, for me. Like I said, I had planned, you know, OK, I'm going to volunteer in the hospital. I'm going to shadow doctors and that way I can build up my resume. And then, like, mm-hmm. you know, when you apply, you also have to test and all those things were taken away from me because you couldn't go to the hospital unless you want to get mm-hmm. COVID. And of course, no one wants you to get COVID because they don't want to end up being sick because they got right. COVID from you. <laughs> and so you, I, all those things I wasn't able to do. Mm-hmm. And again, for the exam, also got canceled because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And there was it was always like anxiety because, okay, mm-hmm. now that, that's gone. Now that's taken away from me. What's going to happen next? And, yeah. you know, like it's, it's very unsure. And there's also the economic impact on everyone you know, families and people, you know, friends, and you see a lot of people struggling around you and you're concerned about the future because you had all these things planned and now everything is, you know, at the window. And so that that was really like a tough time, but I look back and I've learned a lot from it because 
it makes you to be okay. It, it has helped me to be okay with not being sure about things, not having right. plans for, you know, two months from now, three months from now, because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And that doesn't mean that you don't plan for your future and just roll with the flow. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you don't have to have planned for every single thing because mm-hmm. every day is different and you don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Right. Right. And I yeah. think that is such a valid point that you're making. It's like, COVID made us all realize that, you know, even if we plan every single thing that we want to do in life, like within the coming few months or for a year, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to happen no matter how well we plan it, you know, like the problem isn't um, how well organized our plan is. It's just a matter of execution, right? So when, so how do you, I guess my next question is, how do you learn to be okay when things don't go the way you want them to go? Like, how do you learn how to be okay with being uncertain? I think the best way to look at things is to see that when one door doesn't open or when one thing doesn't work, that means there's a better door for you. You know, there's a better door that you haven't seen. And things Mm -hmm. happen the way you've never expected them to work out. And so you have to be okay with things not working out and not knowing what you're going to do because something good is going to turn up from somewhere you don't know. And like I say that because for me, I never thought I would come to the UK, let alone study at Oxford, you know. Um, And I didn't know about the program. I didn't know that this program existed until like a month before the deadline. And I saw it on Facebook because this girl I know posted about it. And oh, I'm going to Oxford to study epidemiology. And she was trying to get into medical school. Um, and she, you know, decided to go here for the for the program, which was only a year. And I was like, I looked at the program and I was like, oh, this sounds really cool. And right. and then I saw the requirements and I did not satisfy most of them because they were looking for people who had some experience in healthcare. And my major was physics, which was very unrelated. And so right. I was like, oh, I'm not going to apply because I'm not going to get in. But then right. I looked at it again and there was no application fee. So I was like, oh, what am I going to lose? Nothing. Right. So right. I gave it a shot. I was like, oh, I, I, I mean, my professors, I told them that the line was a month away. And if they don't mind writing me a letter, because normally you have to ask them way ahead of time. Right. But um, they were really nice. They sent it on time. Um, and I, I found out that I got in like a couple of months after I graduated. And in that two months, I was stressing out about what I was going to do. There was still COVID. Um, there was, mm-hmm. you know, there were all, all, all these struggles that you were going, th- I was going through and I found out like two months later and that was crazy to me because that was the last thing I was expecting. Like I applied be- I, because I was sure I wasn't going to get in and the application mm-hmm. fee was free also. So it was no loss. Right. Really. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it worked yeah. out and I was like, I was just like yeah. taken back and I thought of it and it was like, you don't know what things are going to happen to you. You're going to find out something right. today it's going to work out tomorrow and everything's mm-hmm. going to be fine. So I think, I think it's just to be okay with not knowing things. It's, it's sometimes yeah. good, you know, you don't, you don't want to know everything about the future. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then because that way life is going to be boring. Like if you know, yeah, yeah. that's going to happen. Right. Imagine. Yeah. That's going to be so boring. Yeah, that makes <laughs> you need sense. Some, that makes sense. some mystery in there. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's yeah. Kind of like the way it's meant to be. Right. Yeah. But thank you so much for sharing that journey, because I think that's like a testament to like and a a very like perfect example to like what happens when you shoot your shot. But then I also want to like, you know, take it a little bit back and talk about self-rejection, because I think that's like 
I do it too. I know my friend does it. I know my other friend does it. It's like it's like a common theme that I'm seeing among um the people I know. Mm. And it's like, why do we self-select? Like, why do we think that we don't, you know, deserve to apply to these like prestigious schools or like to these programs? And it's like, yeah, why? Like, why? Why don't we like? You know, I mean, I'm so glad that you applied and like now you're doing it, but. What was the reasoning behind like, oh, I'm not going to do this? I think I think it's also like because I can't, I, I'm a first gen um, college student. Uh-huh. So my parents went to college. And so it's very hard, for, especially if, you don't, if you're not surrounded with people who have been to these prestigious institutions or in general in a higher education institutions. You don't think you don't see yourself being there because no one you know or like no one you remotely know mm-hmm. has been in that position so you don't envision yourself being there that's the first reason I think and second Mm -hmm. I think we tend to have self-doubt like people I think people who have potential also most of the time tend to have Mm -hmm. self-doubt more self-doubt than other people actually and uh, I think that's also one of the reasons that we're not surrounded with people who've been there so we don't have people who Mm -hmm. encourage us who mentor us and push us Mm -hmm. to uh, break through Mm -hmm. these walls and right. it's doable honestly I can tell you that it's doable I'm probably the least yeah. qualified person in my class but I'm there you know like no. <laughs> I that's what I'm saying. That. so, so right. that people think right. like you know you're not good enough but you are good enough and mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. have to compare yourself with other people to see that you're good enough um and yeah and it's okay also because I have self-doubt imposter syndrome kicks in every now and then right. but you right. just have to be okay with it yeah exactly exactly and I I really really appreciate you telling that story because you know for a lot of especially like high school students thinking about applying to colleges I think they should shoot their shot because you never know where you're gonna end up and you know the experience of like being an international student in college itself is like pretty amazing because you're, you're gonna get to experience a lot of different cultures you're gonna meet a lot of people from all over the world and that's going to be like really eye opening. I mean, at least it was for me, you know, and like if I didn't go to like that specific school that I went to, I would have had a completely different experience if I had gone to college here in Ethiopia. Because um, even now, like talking to my friends who have, um, you know, been to college here and how different our experiences are, I, I'm i just like, wow, like, you know, this also is um I think it's something to be grateful for, I think. Uh, and we don't usually um, think about it. But like going back to the topic of um, uncertainty, um, because like for me personally, when I was in college, a lot of things like were happening. And there are like a lot of opportunities also that come along with like being an international student. For example, like people apply to study abroad uh, programs, people apply to different kinds of internships. And so you're like, okay, where should I apply? And at some point it it becomes overwhelming right especially like junior year senior year like right around when you're uh, about to finish your college career it's like how do you know what to choose like do you go with what you know you want to do like your gut feeling or do you go with what society tells you to do like that's more marketable like how do you how do you strike that balance that's a good question I think I think we have to start thinking about ourselves I think as I don't know, our culture especially. I think, I don't want to keep blaming our culture, but our culture puts a lot of yeah. pressure. No, blame it, on, it's okay. <laughs> puts a lot of pressure on us that we have to always satisfy our parents, do things 
because our parents wants to do it, wants us to do it. It's not it's not about us. It's we don't we don't own our life. This is my life. This is not my parents' life. This is not my neighbor's life. This is not my <laughs> distant relatives' life. This is my life. And you live once, and you have to make decisions for yourself. And I know, like, and I I know people might think that oh, like maybe she's saying that because she's privileged, but. Even if, like, you know, it's, it's I know it's a privileged thing to have to choose what you want to do, but you have to choose what you want to do because you, if you're not happy, no one's going to be happy around you. I know I know you're going to think that, okay, I'm going to make my parents happy because they worked so hard for me. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's you want to make your parents happy and understand that. Mm-hmm. But if you're not happy, trust me, no one's going to be happy. And so mm-hmm. I think you have to start by making sure that you do what makes you happy. And that's why I like I said, whenever I ask myself, what am I doing in college? Um, because mm-hmm. sometimes I ask myself, oh, how are you going to get a job with this degree? I, I, yeah. I tell myself that you're doing this because you like it. It's not it's not for the job. It's not to make your parents happy. It's because you like it and you want to do this. Um, and you you want to make you want to make sure you remind yourself of why you're doing things. And right. when you ask what you're doing things, if, if it's not for you, you're going to be like, you're going to be in disappointment of what you're doing. Even though you're doing it for the people you love, if it's not for Mm -hmm. you, you're not going to be happy. And at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. your happiness comes first. And um, I think, I think you should go with, I know this this comes with a lot of privilege and I'm, and I keep saying that because I know not everyone (laughs) can make that decision, you know, Mm -hmm. because there are Mm -hmm. a lot of pressures from family members and, and, um, and a lot of other things that come into play when you choose what you want to do. But, um, even if you can't choose what you want to do is um, I think you have to make it a little bit closer to what you like doing. Um, right. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I totally agree with what you said. And I think it also took me a while to realize that because um, I, I really resonate with what you said. It's like, if you're not happy, nobody around you is going to be happy because that is so true because if you're not going to, enjoy what you're going to do you're not going to be successful and you're not going to be happy doing it anyways so why suffer you know why do something that's not going to bring you any joy or fulfillment just for the sake of um, satisfying the needs or wants or expectations of other people you know and I do understand like what you said about privilege because it does take a a certain level of privilege to choose what you want to do in life because some people don't get to choose that but if you are in a position to you know to choose a major that you want to you know to do to to choose a career that you aspire to do I think you should make that choice I think betting on yourself at the end of the day is always going to be worth it like because it's you like nobody's gonna tell you what you should do like you know what I mean so I, I completely agree with like choosing what you want to do like for me I think that came early on in my college career where so my whole first year, I was pre-med. And that was just because purely of, you know, family expectations. It's like, both my parents are doctors. Okay, I'm going to go to medical school. But interestingly enough, it's like all through high school, I was avoiding the thought of like going to medical school. Like that was like at the back end, exploring everything. And that was one of the problems I faced too. It's like interested in like a lot of different subjects. So I had a very, very hard time choosing what to focus on. So after that first year, I was like, no. Nah. This is not going to work yeah. because I was not passionate about it. It wasn't because the, the subject was difficult at all. That wasn't the case. It was just I wasn't finding it. It just wasn't for me. I just knew it. And if I kept on that path, I knew it wasn't going to serve me in the long run. 
like I was gonna be a horrible doctor <laughs> like it's not gonna serve me you know so yeah. I had to choose like at the end of that first year when I was right. um, a sophomore to like change my major and I was very very grateful that my parents were supportive that my friends were supportive and I do understand like that um that is exceptional because some parents might not support like the career choices of some of their kids especially if they turn into like arts or like more creative uh, fields that are you know really unknown um because because nobody else has done it before you know like nobody in my family has studied sociology like I'm pretty sure (laughs) that that's the case but it's like I like choosing to do something different itself was exciting for me you know with the past that was already laid out so there was this excitement and or like almost like an adventure feeling of like choosing something that I wanted to do that nobody else told me that I had to choose and I think what you said about like um okay now going back to like self-rejection that's <laughs> <laughs> like my train of thought is like everywhere but like going back to like self-rejection I just wanted to reflect on what you said about um why we we self-select is because we don't see someone else um you know you know in that position of power in that position of you know being in a privileged institution or like such a prestigious institution such as you know ivy leagues or um oxford or cambridge but but you're right because if you don't see someone like you i mean this this goes back to like representation right so if you don't see someone like you uh, you don't think you could aspire to become um in that position but if you see someone like a woman or like a black woman an ethiopian you know someone who share some sort of commonality with you and right. you see them thriving right. in these kinds of institutions it makes you think well if they can do it i can do it too right Absolutely. yeah and i'm pretty sure someone who's listening to this is gonna look at you and it's gonna look at me and be like okay if they can do it i can do it too right and right. that's the kind of um i i think the the kind of environment or the kind of community that i want to build is like you can do it like you should apply to things and you never know where you're going to end up. And I really, really appreciate that. And even no, if I you don't see you for like... creating this medium, for the creating this platform for people to come and like, you know, talk about what they did. And I mean, if I can inspire someone just from, you know, this yeah. conversation, I mean, yes. that changes a lot of things and they'll inspire another person. Inspire, inspire, you know what I exactly. mean? Like those. That's yeah. a huge deal. I, this this kind of platforms we need more of those because we need we need other people to know about other people because exactly you said yeah yeah thank you so much for saying that Sarah. I really <laughs> appreciate it but no it's true and even like ever since I started the this podcast it's been like more than a year now like people have reached out to me like through different means and said like oh my god you know like this has been like really great like now I'm able to see what what it's like to be an international student in college and that's the point like even if it helps one person to like see you know just to get a glimpse you know of like our life (laughs) how we led it in college like you know that's like I'm more than happy with that you know so um so going back to like our topic of uncertainty (laughs) it's like I know but um yeah right Yeah. yeah so I guess, like, our topic, you know, focused more on um, the uncertainties we fa- we face while in college. But how do you deal with post-college uncertainty, like, adult life? I guess you're still in school, but yeah. still, it's different, right? How is it different? And how do you deal with being in a new environment, especially now that you have moved? I think, for me, it has been a little bit easier because I had 
my very first culture shock in America. So this uh, is, <laughs> yeah. okay, whatever, you know. And plus, like a lot of students that study here are from America, really. Like a majority of the oh. postgrad students are American, so I can like relate mm-hmm. to them a little bit. Um, because now right. we're both international students, you know. Yeah. <laughs> now they know what it feels like. <laughs> now you know what it feels like. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, but like you said, yeah, it's a new environment. It's 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 very different. The weather is different. Um, the culture is different. But I I think I I learned a lot from my previous experience, so that helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think I think you get used to it and you enjoy it too, like. I personally get bored so easily, so right. this was a good like change and like a, a you know mm-hmm. a kick of adrenaline. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's 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 a good time when when you're in a different environment and you push yourself to the limit. You're like, okay, like yeah. now I'm getting too comfortable. I need to change things around my life, yeah. and so you move on to a different mm-hmm. experience. And you mentioned that earlier with you know talking to your friends who studied in Ethiopia versus your friends who studied abroad, and you right. see you see the the difference in growth too. Like yes. it's, it's a lot of things that change in you. Um, yeah, not just school. Now it becomes about leading your whole life and discovering mm-hmm. who you are, what you really like, what you want to do in the future. And you right. know, you just I feel like when you study abroad and you, when you put yourself in. Um, and difficult situations where you have to really have to grow up and you are you are responsible for yourself and, and no one's telling you what to do it's it's just mm-hmm. you who's there for you and you realize that this is just about you um you you tend you tend to grow a lot more than other people who are comfortable in their you know environment where they've mm-hmm. grown up where they've mm-hmm. known the people around them their whole life um, right. It's so different, yeah. and I think I think a lot of people should try moving out of their hometown and you right. know living abroad for at least a year because it really yeah. helps you grow up in a way that I cannot describe it here. Right, yeah. right, and that so, is so valid. It yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I keep telling people. I'm like, I know we've both went to college, but we have different experiences. Like, let me tell you, and right. I wasn't just responsible for homework. Like, I had to do a right. lot more other things. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think that plays a huge role in your decisions mm-hmm. that you're gonna make in the future. And, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I think I think it's it's yeah. a really great way to to grow if if you move out of your hometown and i know it comes with a lot of uncertainty and you're gonna be Mm -hmm. anxious most of the time so but you grow you grow with it Mm -hmm. you learn to be okay with it uh, and the environment teaches you a lot yeah exactly exactly no that's such a oh my god i'm so glad you raised that because um i really understand like what you're saying about how um our experiences even though it's both college, like they're completely different in the in the way that like, as you said, I think being in college itself as an international student, it's not just purely academics. It's like life as well. Like it's social life. It's like how you deal with money, finances. You're like a whole adult by yourself in the middle of nowhere, especially if you don't know anybody, you know? So you can imagine how much yeah. more adulting that requires and you know nobody gets it right the first time obviously you know you fail you learn from your mistake it's like a trial and error right unless you have like you know someone you know close to you who can guide you mentor you and like so that you can avoid some of the same mistakes that they made right Um, as you said the growth that you do um 
you know it's immense like i cannot even even begin to to describe it and that's one of the reasons why i actually really enjoy doing this is because it makes me realize and like it makes me look back and reflect about oh i did that oh yeah. i did i i i survived college as an international student like that was hard like i remember being in college and being like okay when am i going to graduate like this is so hard but then now like it's is behind me you know like oh yeah that's something I could take off it's like yeah I graduated but even just saying like you graduated it, it holds so much more um, value and weight and I don't think we really take the time to appreciate and to give ourselves the credit that we deserve right. it's like it's such a hard thing like when you think about it, it's not easy to just be by yourself and then like you don't know what's happening next and it's like we did that you know it's like, yeah I know we like, did that yeah yeah so I think we need to be more like you know appreciative and grateful obviously for the opportunity that was given to us but at the same time it takes a lot to be able to like go through the finish line is just what I'm trying to say and and I'm very 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 happy that you you brought that up because even like as an international student even though you face a lot more uncertainty um you know in terms of like your life or like what's gonna happen next I think most of us find a way to deal with it you know Mm -hmm. and it might be you know finding the support from your friends from your family from church you know whatever works for you you're going to find something that's going to ground you and hold you still so that you're not always like you know absolutely (laughs) what's gonna happen you know yeah what were some of the things that you did or some of the you know support system that you had while in college that helped you stay grounded. Oh, I have to say my very best friend Faven. Like she's been the Aww. best. I, I mean, I just Aww. I love her so much. Um, Aww. she's gonna be happy when she hears this. Uh, <laughs> I know she was one that. of my guests for the podcast. I, I know, I know. <laughs> right, yeah, she told me about it. Yeah, but yeah. she's been such. She's been my whole support system. I have to say, like we went through mm-hmm. high school together, and then going through college wow. with her made it even more wow. a happy story. So, uh, right. I love her so much, and I love her so much. I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, and uh, it's really hard to be away from her now because you know mm-hmm. she she did a lot of. She always says that I'm the one who keeps her her life fun, and she's the one who keeps uh. my life safe because. Yeah. I can sometimes do crazy things <laughs> but right, right. yeah and I did have my church also uh, when I lived in New Jersey I met incredible mm-hmm. people there who are still friends um, and I also knew some other people through friends I mean you you get to know people through other people so that right. becomes a great support system for you um, and mm-hmm. it's it's very mm-hmm. good to find um, your own little bubble or like little community that you can go to reach yeah. out to not just people from you know Ethiopia but people mm-hmm. around you for example for me uh, I knew some friends from New Jersey mm-hmm. who are locals there and so they helped me you know find friends find places um, mm-hmm. and the place that I lived in also the owner of the house was from New Jersey so she was incredible mm-hmm. um, and she also guided me meet other people and stuff like that they even right. connected right. me with people who lived here that they knew of and so when I got wow. here I could get, get in touch with them and ask them any questions. So right. people actually care about you, you know? And so it's, it's right. important to find a community that works and community that supports. And um, that's, yeah. that's actually really important. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And yeah, thank you so much for sharing that story. And I mean, you know, 
I think even like for anybody to be successful in any endeavor that they're on, I'm pretty sure like they need some sort of, you know, support system. And that comes obviously from my friends and family. And even for me personally, like at Smith, like if I didn't have my close friends, there's no way I would have graduated sane <laughs> from that yeah. school. Like seriously, like they, you need, you need people in your life who are going to check up on you, who are going to offer support, advice, just be there, you know? And yeah. I think that's like very, very important because it helps you stay calm and like not really stress <laughs> about the future. Yeah, super important. Uh, I can't right? stress that enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really important. Like friendships are super important. So yeah, choose your friends wisely. Like honestly. Very you know? much. <laughs> yeah. It's very easy in college. The easiest thing you can do is, you know, lose sight of what, you, what you're right. meant to do. And right. so you can easily get in trouble. Like it's right. very easy. <laughs> to get into like yeah yeah right they're everywhere you have to choose your friends wisely you have to prioritize Mm -hmm. things um and Mm -hmm. don't roll with the flow like never never go with the flow (laughs) (laughs) choose your and go on that way that's it exactly Um, don't go with the flow i love that that should be a quote (laughs) so true though it's really true it's true yeah no literally like people are crazy i mean college is especially the first year it's very easy to lose sight of what you what you want to do because people are out from the restrictions of their parents their family Mm -hmm. and so they're Mm -hmm. they're out there to do crazy things and Mm -hmm. if you hang out with the wrong crowd you're going to end up in the wrong place so um wow it's really important that should be a quote (laughs) honestly yeah like especially the first year of college it's very easy to get out back yeah i dread yeah no, you're right. You're totally right. Um, it's really, it's really easy to get sidetracked if you hang out with um the wrong group of people. And I don't want to say like wrong, just like wrong for you. You know, it might be yeah. right for them, but just right. who don't align with your values and like what you hold true and like you know, you need to surround yourself with like positive people who are supportive, who are you know, who put your best interests first you know um and you are going to find people like that I, I was very surprised by the way um yeah and that's one of the things that I'm very very appreciative of is the fact that I was able to meet like really really incredible people and mm-hmm. who I'm still friends with by the way even after yeah. graduation they have become like my sisters so it's like um if there's one thing I thank Smith for is the friendships that I've gotten from it you know if anything yeah. it's yeah. that and it's really really precious and um, it really helps you stay grounded, um, as we said earlier. Um, yeah. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, as we're ending our conversation. Yeah, um, I'm sad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the time limit that we have. But um, what advice do you have for um, international students, for prospective international students who are dealing with the topic of uncertainty? Um, I wish I thought of this question very deeply before I came here. That way I could give a thoughtful answer. No (laughs) worries. From my experience, the first thing I'll say is there's always going to be uncertainty. No matter whether you put in that application or you don't put in that application, you're always going to be uncertain in your life. So why not apply? Like apply and see where that goes. Mm -hmm. And so what I want to say is that if you don't see yourself being somewhere, if there's no one around you to support you, find mentors find people who are ambitious who are doing what you want to do and most of the times the mistakes that we make is we ask people who have never been in the shoes we see ourselves in 
if that makes sense. You know? And so if yeah. you're asking the wrong person, of course, they're, they're going to tell you that you're not going to make it. They're going to tell you that it's not going to work because they haven't given it a shot. They haven't seen it work for, for others or for themselves. So they're going to tell you that it's not going to work. So, And also take advices from people who are important. Don't take every advice that you get from people because not every advice is going to help you in your life. So choose the advices that you're going to take very wisely yeah Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and be okay with not being a certain about things and when Mm -hmm. you make decisions it's okay if you make the wrong decisions for now because trust me in the long run Mm -hmm. they're going to help you your mistakes are the ones that are going to help you the most and so be okay making the wrong decision and being a certain about the decisions that you're making because honestly Mm -hmm. no one in life knows what they're doing i can assure you and even if they tell you they do Right. they don't really deep down they don't like, yeah they're, that's they're like doing, the biggest yeah. secret right yeah right. yeah nobody even, knows yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah even when they say that they know what you're doing they they don't really know what they're doing so it's fine right. if you don't know what you're doing and plus like i think when you're at 18 years old and you've just finished high school you're not expected to know everything about your future like i think that's also one thing that our us as you know high schoolers in ethiopia need to understand that we don't need to have it all figured out by 18 years old we we're just teens you know so <laughs> right yeah yes. and so i think yes. i think it's okay not to be sure what you want to do in your life and mm-hmm. you're always not going to be sure and there's there might be another pandemic coming for all we know you know so <laughs> who knows so yeah who knows not, <laughs> yeah who knows so like give it a shot it's worth a shot everything yeah. is worth a shot so give it a shot and don't listen to those advisors who tell you that you can't do it because yeah. i know you can and if we did it you can do it yeah. there you go wow that is that's <laughs> perfect like thank you so much Sarah. that's such a good advice like honestly if i heard that in high school it would have saved saved me a lot of time that i spent worrying about that. my future honestly, no i'm serious too. me too huh <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah no seriously like that's that's really true like you know even for me what I would say is um as you said like nobody knows what they're doing in life and especially like we're just in our 20s like we're not supposed to have everything figured out now and I think like the whole idea of like comparing yourself to someone can be really toxic to even it can affect your mental health as well it's like you know you should I, I always say like you know you should always compare yourself to the previous version of yourself or previous accomplishment so then you're always incrementally you know progressing in life um and not just compare yourself to other people because everybody's journey is different and and what you said about like seeking advice from people who um who are you know who truly understand where you're coming from is really really important and I think it was I think um Michelle Obama I think it was in her book that I read where she was talking to her counselor that she was going to apply to Princeton yeah her counselor was like uh you're not gonna get in (laughs) and then but she didn't let that you know you know prevent her from applying anyway which she did get in and now look where she is you know so you should never listen to people who tell you you can't do anything like yeah. Tell them to just shut up and then just do your job. Like, seriously, like, people are going to discourage you because they think it's too big of a dream for themselves, not for you. You know, right. they, they don't know your true potential. If they can't do it, they could also, they, they tell you you can't either. So right. I would say, like, choose the people you seek advice from, like, really carefully because um, because you, you're not get, you're never going to forget someone who told you you're not going to do something. You know, either you're going to take that as a fuel to, mm-hmm. you know, to fuel your you know your motivation to like actually prove them wrong 
or you're going to internalize that and you're going to be like, oh, wow, they're right. I am not worth it, you know? So you have to choose the path where you're going to challenge yourself because you know you have the potential. And even though things um, don't always go the way we planned them, I think the beauty is in the journey of getting there, you know? Very much, yeah. So. I think it's okay to be uncertain because I'm, I'm, I right. also ask myself sometimes if I'm sure of what yeah. I'm doing and I most of the times I'm not sure of what I'm doing. Um, right. And so it's it's fine not to be sure because mm-hmm. every time in life there's going to be uncertainty, whether it's school, life in general, I don't know, marriage, kids, right. there's always going right. to be uncertainty about what you mm-hmm. want. And it's okay to be fine with that. Yes. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. Thank you so much, Salam. And with that, we end a beautiful conversation uh, for the International Youth Podcast. Is there anything that you want to add? No, thank you so much for having me. This was very pleasant. And I'm so glad that you have this platform for other people, you, uh, other students, prospective international students. And it's very helpful. Yeah, thank you so much, Salam. And thank you for agreeing to be my guest. I really enjoyed our conversation. Absolutely. Me too. Yeah. Thank you. So just um, last minute housekeeping, please make sure to go follow the official Instagram page at internationally by root, that is L-I-E, and send an email with your questions and concerns about being an international student to internationallybyruth at gmail.com. Thank you again for tuning in today. I hope you have a lovely week ahead of you and take care of yourselves, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you.